Welcome to Thoughts on the Market. I'm Mike Wilson, Chief Investment Officer and Chief U.S. Equity Strategist for Morgan Stanley. Along with my colleagues bringing you a variety of perspectives, I'll be talking about the latest trends in the financial marketplace. It's Monday, July 15th at 8 a.m. Eastern, so let's get after it. For the past 18 months, our call on U.S. equities has been very consistent. After a massive bull run from April 2013 to January 2018, we suggested the U.S. equity market was about to enter a multi-year consolidation during which the S&P 500 would trade in a wide range between 2,400 and 3,000. Since then, that range has defined the price action well, with the lows in December coming in around 2,350, accompanied by several attempts at 3,000 on the upside that ultimately failed. We now find ourselves at the upper end of that resistance level once again, with a marginal break above 3,000 last week. And just like January and September last year, there appears to be growing excitement about the possibility of a surge to even higher levels. Each successive attempt to break out over the past 18 months has been for different reasons. In January 2018, it was about tax cuts and the extremely positive impact that had on earnings revisions for 2019 and beyond. We argued at the time that the market had already discounted these revisions back in December of 2017, with the highest P.E. multiple and the lowest equity risk premium on the S&P 500 witnessed since the late 1990s. Indeed, the equity market promptly rejected that first attempt at 3000 with the most dramatic jump in equity volatility since the global recession of 2015. After a grinding recovery during the spring and summer with a distinctly more defensive leadership, the S&P 500 tried to break out above 3000 once again in September. That time, we warned that higher real interest rates might prove to be the kryptonite for this bull to break out above our predetermined range. Sure enough, during the fourth quarter, it was expensive high multiple growth stocks that took it on the chin, proving once again that valuation matters, even if fundamentals are strong. With the Fed pivoting to a more dovish stance this year, interest rates have fallen a long way, making U.S. stocks more attractive on valuation. However, the fundamentals are no longer strong. Therefore, despite a marginal break above 3,000 this past week, we expect another failed breakout. The catalyst this time will be the disappointment from growth slowing further toward outright negative numbers on a year-over-year basis in earnings and maybe even the economy. From our lens, the incoming data clearly show that growth has slowed much more than what the consensus expected this year and in line with ours. Yet the consensus forecasts remain optimistic for a resurgence in the second half and into 2020. We remain of the view that the consensus S&P 500 earnings forecasts are still materially too high for both the second half of 2019 and 2020. Meanwhile, the Fed's recent signaling of an interest rate cut later this month should not be celebrated if it's accompanied by an earnings and possibly an economic recession in the U.S. History is clear on such cuts. If this is the beginning of a full-blown rate-cutting cycle by the Fed, in an attempt to ward off a recession a la 1990, 2001, or 2008, stocks typically don't do well after that first cut. On the other hand, if the cut is not associated with a further slowdown, but a reacceleration or stabilization in growth, then equity markets have a chance to move higher and finally break above 3000 on a sustained basis. The consensus appears to be in the latter camp, and we remain in the former. This isn't the first time we've been out of consensus over the past year as we approach these price levels. The first two times our skepticism proved to be right. We'll soon find out if breaking out is still hard to do. 
Thanks for listening. If you enjoy Thoughts on the Market, please take a moment to rate and review. The preceding content is informational only and based on information available when created. It is not an offer or a solicitation, nor is it tax or legal advice. It does not consider your financial circumstances and objectives and may not be suitable for you.